0: What
1: is up, Hotties? Welcome back to another episode of Stay Hot. I'm Bladen Kirk, joined as always by my two favorite co-hosts of all time in Matthew Spinauer and Theo Ash. We have a great episode planned for you all today. We're going to be discussing some pretty notable NBA teams. We haven't really done that in a minute. And of course, give you our NBA tip of the day. And we're going to break down whether these teams are playoff caliber contenders just at the plan level or if they're going to be just straight up lottery teams if they're bad, right? But first, make sure you join us every thursday at 5 30 p.m eastern time for our amp live we'll be we'll be discussing the stay hot locks as well as whatever thursday night game is happening but before we get to all the amazing things at the nba tip of the day and talking about some of these potential teams and how good they could be matt theo how good how good are you guys doing today how are you guys doing today
2: I'm doing all right. I'm a little bit, I'm a lot of bit under the weather yeah. to be completely honest with yeah, you. In mostly fact, I think I look should... I look comically sick right now if you're watching on the YouTube, but <laughs> I really, I sound that way as well. But I didn't want to yeah. not be on the podcast. Fair enough. Are you are feeling line
1: better than yesterday, right?
2: No, I feel pretty bad now. No. <laughs> that was it was a bad call. Be like yeah, I can join
3: now, but you know. <laughs> That's okay. Okay. Theo, how are you? I'm doing I'll live. I'm doing better than Matt. Yeah, it's not saying much. (laughs) He's over here myself. It's awful. (laughs) He's looking like he's got the suds from SpongeBob here. (laughs) Like it's not a bad (laughs) comp.
2: I sound a lot worse than I feel. I don't feel that bad, but I sound like I'm on my deathbed,
3: but (laughs) One can only hope.
1: Bro's having his flu game moment right now.
3: Yeah. This is what you get for pushing anti-Herbert narratives. This is, look at me, a strong, (laughs) healthy individual versus uh, someone who's been... uh, Yeah, this is his mind Theo is Sigm- sigma
1: male versus beta male anti uh,
2: I, it, this, this shows my grit which is something that <laughs> Herbert does
3: not have I, need a, I just need like a still from you right here and then like above it just he rooted for the Hornets for three
1: weeks <laughs>
3: <laughs> he cheered for the Hornets for three weeks and it's just you looking like pathetic and sad yeah as a Hornets fan I feel like I've been sick my whole life <laughs> <laughs> Matt,
1: we were we were really sad we missed you on the Tuesday live because we talked a little bit about the Heisman. We were, Did we? And we were like, uh, "Do you have any idea how
2: mad that <laughs> award makes me?"
1: I can oh, imagine. It makes me so mad, so furious. <laughs> he and then, it broke oh, his heart.
2: So the the one thing. That people, it's like, well, what about this quarterback or this quarterback or this quarterback? Like, how many different guys did you see that said about Drake May and Hendon Hooker and mm-hmm. Bo Nix and Michael <laughs> Penix? None of those guys deserve to be the Heisman anyway. Who cares? It should be defensive players.
1: Only defensive I, players, actually.
3: <laughs> I don't even know if any defensive players had the caliber of season that, like... A Marvin Harrison Jr. had not in particular in particular really stand out to me but like last year Will Anderson absolutely should have been there and this year like all you really need is like Corum Marvin Harrison Jr. and Caleb Williams I think like who like who else really needs to be if that was there? your lineup that would be
2: fine I still think that's working kind of on the bias of like defensive players have to go particularly above and beyond to be included in that i'll say this anytime that there is a heisman finalist that is a defensive player that is actually the best player that is actually the heisman anytime yeah. that someone's allowed to be the token defensive player in the <laughs>
3: final five or four or whatever yeah, yeah. i mean, I mean Hutchinson I think the best, was
1: a candidate last year yeah.
3: i think the best defensive player is jalen carter if you watch the film but he only had like three sacks this year so like i can get not not nominating Heisman based on just like watch the film as much as I would love that for that to be the case. I do understand not doing it, but yeah, it's disappointing. Stetson Bennett is um, 25, he is as old as Lamar Jackson, and Lamar Jackson won the Heisman in like 2016 or something like that. <laughs> right? Oh my god, and the arguments so- for him like, well. If you compare his
2: stats in these ranked games and just look at his counting stats. Come on, guys. Let's let's be real.
1: <laughs> let's have a little real. bit more nuance and <laughs> than let's be that. honest. <laughs> <laughs> but let's get into our NBA tip of the day brought to you by our good friends over at AG One. Look, it's no secret. I care about my health. How up how else could I keep up winning back to back Battle of the Bands championships? You know what can I say, it's a product that I use every day, started taking AG1, and it's been super, super critical to my health. And with just one scoop of AG1, you're getting 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source ingredients, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day the right way. This delicious blend of ingredients supports gut health, boosts your immune system, nervous system, energy recovery, focus, and even aging. For me, I just throw a scoop and a glass of water before I start my day because I feel like it just gives me that energy boost I need to keep on going. And the boost to mental clarity and alertness is really why over 7,000 people have given Athletic Greens a five-star review. And if you're like me on a college student's budget, you get all of this for less than three. dollars a day. So right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. And to make it especially easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com dot com slash stay hot again that is athleticgreens.com dot com slash stay hot to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance Matt what is our NBA tip of the day
2: I believe it's don't sleep on a healthy Lakers team if that's what we talked about before the show it is they are not that bad they're not nearly as bad as they seemed at the start of the season and I think that Anthony Davis looks like himself. He got the flu yesterday, and people are like, typical day-to-day Davis. <laughs> T- typical. Like, what? Maybe I'm biased because I'm sick, but to me, it seems like that's like a pretty... That's not like he got some lower body injury that's going to have him out for two weeks. It's like, he has a cold. He's just, <laughs> just like you and I.
0: For like <laughs> one day.
3: It's like, okay. But no, they're not bad. The shooting numbers have really rebounded recently, and the defense is still there. So like... It's it's okay. They are near the top of the league in just high percentage looks. If you look at like where their shots come on the floor, they usually come from pretty safe spaces. And then you've got Anthony Davis now who has kind of regained that touch from deep, something that he was missing for like long stretches over the last like probably since the finals run. People were frustrated because he kept taking these deep mid rangers and threes and they just weren't falling. So it's like, what exactly do you do here? But now recently over the last month or so, I mean, he's been great from those long mid-range spots, short mid-range spots, just mid-range in general. He has been absolutely fantastic. He has gained that touch again. And yeah, he's good. He is a very good player. And that gives them enough kind of outside shooting to be relevant. Like that, him and LeBron, there, there is enough, they're, they're never going to be a great shooting team, right? They're never going to be just lighting it up from downtown. Although they haven't been that bad from three recently. I know looking at their numbers, their corner threes are like hilariously bad, but when they shoot them from like straight on, it goes all right. And they've got the mid range now with LeBron and AD and they go to the rim a lot. They attack the rim a lot and that's always a high percentage look. So yeah, it's it's a decent formula. I don't know if they have the ceiling that many people thought they would when you paired up AD and, and what Westbrook and, and LeBron. In fact, they certainly don't, but I don't know where we're going to tear them, but I don't it, know if there's anything else tough. to really say.
1: It, it, it's tough with the Lakers. They're five and a half games back right now, but they're seven and three. A real, I mean, if we're taking a look at the last 11, they're eight and three in their last 11 games. And you can be like, Oh, well they've beat up on, they have beat up on a bunch of nobodies, but like, Winning the games that you're supposed to win is still the sign of, of of a relatively good team. You're not scraping the bottom of the barrel. I think this can be a, like a playoff team. Maybe we're still early enough in the season. I think they can they can kind of bounce back enough to get into the playoffs. Their
2: shooting has just been so terrible for the last you know for at least for the start of the season. And the problem is is that they're a team that on paper looks like they're going to be bad at shooting. So when you say, well, they've been shooting bad even by their standards people kind of write that off as like well yeah they're a bad shooting team yeah but it's been it's been another level of just like <laughs> how can this team possibly be shooting this poorly And as they start to rebound, they'll start to win more games. They're not that far off
3: their first eight games. When you looked at the points per shot attempt, like we're in the zeroth percentile, the like fifth percentile, like it was just (laughs) hilariously bad. Recently they're at around 120 points per possession pretty frequently over the last month or so. That's a good mark to be at. And they're hitting that not all the time. There are definitely some stinkers in there. Uh, they played the Cavs, I think, last night, and it was just a horrific three-point shooting night. There's always gonna be those. And that's why I put them in like kind of this playoff or not playoff, play-in tier to me. I, I don't think that they are gonna be in the West like a top six seed. I just don't think that like you said, Matt, their shooting isn't actually good. That good. It's not as bad as it has been, but I don't know if they have that kind of high end offensive ceiling, even with AD and LeBron at this point because of the role players. But I do think they can scrape by, win some games to get that kind of play in, um, play in conversation. And then anything can happen from there. And by anything, I mean getting through the play-ins and then losing in the first <laughs> or second round. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. This, I don't think they're going to be battling with any with anyone in the playoffs, they're they're not that good, but they're they're better than they have been. <laughs> and that's at least worth it's not mentioning. a
3: completely lost season. It's not a completely lost season. That's kind of where I'm at with the Lakers. I don't yeah. know if there's any dissent or if we can move on for the next team. This they're OK. They're fine. They're yeah. they're whatever. Yeah, we
1: we had you know, we had to talk about them for the thumbnail for the clickbait. You got to talk about the LA. Yeah, Lakers. you got to put yeah, you got
3: to put LeBron the Le thumbnail in, the, in thumbnail. the picture. And we will get 1 million views. Yeah. I agree. And then and then we'll get a sponsor from LeBron himself. We'll get a clutch deal. Clutch will call us and they'll say, "We saw your thumbnail. Wow. How would you like to join the Lakers?" I guess you could say
1: that's pretty clutch, huh?
3: and now we're not you getting that, we're not getting that deal anymore.
1: <laughs> anyway, anyway, uh, do you want to talk about the Miami Heat? I feel like that's a team that we we talked about at the beginning of the season and and they were not looking so hot. Uh Himi Butler was not looking like Himmy Butler anymore. And uh,
3: that trend has kind of held true. <laughs> I think he's been fine. We're just talking about the Lakers again. Like the heater just, I, yeah, I yeah, we the, just Lakers about the Lakers again. Like, like what, is, <laughs> what is their offensive ceiling? And to me, it's even more concerning than the Lakers because they don't have an Anthony Davis or a LeBron, right? Like Bam Adebayo and, and Jimmy Butler are, are good players. Although Bam has been a little bit disappointing this year. But they don't have that kind of ceiling that having LeBron and Anthony Davis gives you. And like where their young players, right? It's just the Lakers, and people were concerned last year about the lack of offensive firepower on this Heat team. And it's funny looking back at it now because their offensive numbers weren't that. Bad. I mean, Heat would kill to have the offensive numbers they had last year this season because last year right. they were what, like eleventh in points per possession, fifth in effective field goal percentage. They would kill for those numbers now. They're twenty sixth and twenty fifth there respectively now and the only yeah. players they have under 25 are nikola jovic and tyler hero right so <laughs> like where who's grow is tyler gonna go to another like i'm kind of giving up on that it's like well we right. need jovic to like become a like a good star well, you right? know, how like, long and he's would like that a,
2: take? i like jovic yeah, yeah. i do too I do, but he's like but a late like-
3: first round pick but he's the only like really unknown talent on that team right now to me it feels like so where is the where is the second gear? I don't see it. They're, yeah. The offense, is, I, the
1: offense is pretty pitiful. They're like bottom of the league in points per game and field goal percentage.
2: I lean that this team is probably a little bit more on the cooked side <laughs> overall. They've just made one too many uninspiring moves in a row. Lowry is just not a great move. Tyler Hero is just not that great of an extension. He's good. I get it, but... Not really. Uh, Duncan Robinson's been a tough contract for them. It's like, man, you know, they, they haven't, they've done a very poor job of taking that next step and they have a lot of role play. Like Dwayne Deadman, I think is still getting minutes for them and he can't play at all. In <laughs> I saw.
0: He's, he's a
3: horrible <laughs> defender. I saw Haslam guarding Jason Tatum a couple of nights ago. I saw that with my own two <laughs> eyes in the year 2022. But yeah, you're right. Yeah. It's like Kayla Martin. It's like these, like what, who is going to take us who is going to break them out of this slump? Cause Jimmy Butler is honestly playing fine. Like he hasn't been that bad this season. Maybe at a, at a bio steps up. I know that they're one of the bottom of bottom team in the league in terms of points in the paint but it's like how many years in a row have he's, we been he's not like that on offense
2: right he's not like that and he's never been like that and as of right now I have no reason to believe that he ever will be like that you know he's yeah. a good player he's not dominating on offense and if he was you figure it would have flashed way more by
3: now yeah I yeah. guess the 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 solution or the turnaround would be like Duncan Robinson gets hot from three again but sadly he has continued kind of the cold stretch that afflicted him at the end of last year it's continued into this year and if Bam turns it around and if Hero turns it around I guess there's your there's your formula but it's again like you said Matt we've been kind of saying that for years now and they've always been good they've been good enough to make some deep playoff runs obviously Butler is uh has major amounts of dogs in him him, and the coaching is good and the defense is still good this season but it's just they just don't have the horses to me this is a lottery team honestly I I don't think they're going to turn it around I think they they might be a little injury they're a little old I think they they're kind of banged up right now too I just think that they remind me of the Packers they really do this team is like I think you said go- that at the beginning of the season too. That this- yeah, they're a good team. <laughs> it's they can not get, a bad they, comp. They it's like how get- many times can you run it back before it's like you run out of steam? Right, right. steam's out of steam. The Packers have been running it back for a long time. I mean, there's a lot of differences. The Packers don't have like a an Eric Spolstra, right? That it's not quite that level of consistent coaching over the last ten years or so. He's probably the yeah. NFL equivalent to Spolstra is probably like andy Reid or something i don't know but um they, it's just they're they're led by old players basically and they've been running it back and they've needed to make moves like they needed the D, the KD move this or the or donovan mitchell or something like that they needed something like that to happen this offseason to open their window but they kept running things back and the window closed smaller and smaller every year and they always got there they always got to the end but much like the packers they weren't ever the best team. So, yeah. and just like the Packers this year, they've, they re-upped, they signed some questionable contracts, right? Aaron Rodgers is old. They extended him this long amount of time for all this money. There is no heat equivalent of trading away Devontae Adams, I think. Um, but it's kind of a they're kind of just in a similar spot there. Their window was closed at the last year and now you pay the price. I guess the other thing is maybe Oladipo who came back, Last night could give him some sort of spark, but I don't believe that at all. Looking at his field goal percentage over the last couple of years, it's forty nine percent, forty seven percent, 50, 47, and then forty two. Last year it was sixty one in the regular season, which is really good, and then in the playoffs it dropped down to forty three. So it's been above fifty percent for like a very small stretch uh, in the regular season last year, and then it's basically been. Pretty inefficient since 2016, and he's 30 years old. So, like, yeah. I don't think that he's really gonna the, give the him only. Much the of a only solution
1: either. I could envision would be like Andy's you get hurt. you get playoff Jimmy Butler for the regular season, but but unless Maybe. you get, I mean, that. he's playing
3: all right. He's not the yeah, he's playing like, fine. I don't need-
1: but, you, but you would need him to be like the best.
3: You would need him to be like an MVP at this point, right? Maybe he could turn into like Demar DeRozan last year, the rest <laughs> of the <this> season, <laughs> yeah, or let's something get- like that. But I. I don't know, man. This team is. I I agree with you, Matt. I think that they're closer to the Cook side. I think by the end they could just kind of be shutting this thing down and try to infuse some young talent high in the draft. I think that's where this thing is going to end up. But I'd love to, for them to I prove wonder. me. I I'd love for them to prove me wrong. I like the yeah. Heat.
1: Yeah, I don't think anyone hates the I Heat. I think
3: they're a playing team.
2: Yeah, I don't think they're going to be quite that bad. And I I think they've still got enough pieces and enough of a core and enough chemistry there. To avoid the play in but it's tough it's close
1: yeah i mean yeah. they're they're behind they're like half a game behind washington right now they're probably better than the it's Wizards. still very
2: early in the season yeah. they can still heat up a little bit more <laughs> i would guess that their shooting luck <laughs> look looks pretty bad up to this point considering how bad their offense has been but like it's just not it's not built well they, it's not a well-built team it's been going
1: on too long they can still heat up <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Hopefully they can heat up and stay hot, <laughs> you know. <laughs> right? Yeah. No, but uh, you know, Heat Heat are an interesting team. You're right, Theo. They're just the Lakers again,
3: or maybe they're the Titans, where they're the, the Titans are the NFL equivalent, where like they're the thing they lean on, like Derek Henry. Maybe Jimmy Butler is Derek Henry, but it's a little bit too old to just completely rely on him, and the rest of the pieces are like a little you know questionable i don't know i don't know what the nfl equivalent is but all i know is they're not that good they are sadly not that, not good. that good are
1: the 76ers that good that's the real question Let's stay in the east for a little bit are the 76ers that good they've had james harden playing all right they have uh and putting up 30 a game
3: they're what not I cont- I don't think they're a finals contender. I don't know why this this version of the 76ers could, would accomplish maybe where other teams fell short, but I do think they're good. I do think they're a team that can make a deep playoff run, even though they've been a little bit disappointing to begin this season. That's kind of the sense I have for a, a couple reasons. I think that there's reasons to believe they're going to regress positively. This, believe it or not, is the worst team in the paint this season. The worst. They are shooting. I don't remember the exact number off the top of my head, but I know they're thirtieth out of thirty, and that's bad. When you have Joel and Embiid, you sh- that shouldn't happen. That shouldn't happen when you have Tyrese, Max- Tyrese Maxi, yeah. a really athletic guard who can drive James Harden. Right. This is who's maybe not really athletic th- at this point, but has never been a bad player. Like getting to the paint and and scoring. Right. It should not be this way. Their defense is pretty good. I do think Embiid is trending up. This season, he's kind of got off to a disappointing start, wasn't really exerting his authority, and maybe still isn't. It's still a lot of mid-range stuff, and like I said, the paint points haven't really been there. The paint efficiency hasn't really been there, but I think... And Doc Rivers is not the world's most well-loved coach, but it is something that can turn around. I do think it is kind of a mentality thing, like get to the paint. I think over the course of the season, it's something because it's a clear weakness, right? And I think they're going to really focus on it and they have the personnel. It's hard for me to believe they're going to end this low when it comes to paint points. I think Harden obviously is coming back from injury, but... I did kind of like what I saw from him earlier in the season. He was I thought he looked a little bit more dynamic than he did last year coming off an offseason, and I know he's been hurt, and maybe he'll get hurt again, and same thing with Embiid. But I think there's reasons. If the defense is somewhat legit, which it is, I think there's reason to believe that they can have some positive regression on offense and turn into a pretty good team. ai don't know if they'll win the finals, but a threat in the East. I, I still do believe in them a little bit, even though it's been a disappointing start.
1: It's interesting you bring up the paint point number because Embiid is also having his uh lowest number of rebounds since his rookie season.
3: Yeah, I'd like to just see him dominate in the in the under the basket a little bit more. It hasn't really been happening this season. And it's I think it's slowly ticking back up, and who knows why. I I can't really know why. I don't know if Matt, you have any theories on that. But um yeah, I, I think they can get better. I think they can get better there. Obviously, it's bad that they're not there right now. Right. But I do think they can get better in that area. I do believe Embiid is going to flip a switch a little bit more than he has over the first couple games here and and be a little bit closer to what we saw last season.
2: They're the Ohio State Buckeyes of the <laughs> NBA and drawing fouls is their bubble screen. <laughs> They're soft. They'd rather try to draw fouls than actually go out and score. They do it too much. It kills them. It's, it kills them. They're a horrible team to watch because of it, too. I, I don't... If it scores, I get it. I, I'm, I've never been a Harden hater. But, like, go watch these games. Like, why is this team 30th in points in the paint? That's a great question. Why are they like that? <laughs> and, and and Doc Rivers to Ryan Day, it's not a horrible cop. It's... it's <laughs> It's, You're right. Uh, they just the, men, the mentality is not there for this team, and, and that's that's what concerns me. Plus, I mean, part of it is Harden has missed a lot of time, obviously too. Yeah. Um, and I, I do think that they'll be better. I, I I don't look at a 12 and 12 record, you know, a quarter of the way through the season, and be like, well, I guess this is a 500 team forever. <laughs> like, I know, yeah, that's not how that works. But like, yeah, in the long run, I would be very surprised if they made the finals. That's how I'll put it. I, I like it's not impossible if you told me that was your pick I could like I, I get how it could happen right It'd be very surprising to me I,
1: I think the the other thing with the Sixers that is always rung true it's like even if like they are playing their best basketball and they get to be like the one seed right do you trust this team to stay healthy in the playoffs no no you no
2: never. and I don't think their defensive personnel is all that good either I, I kind of think they have a lot of problems And beat is awesome. Outside of that, you start getting real hardened and maxi out there is like not moving me. (laughs) And you got to get hardened to the postseason healthy. It's just a lot of ifs. A lot of there's, and there's mentality problems too, isn't he? Yeah. It's, it's, it's.
3: It's a lot of things
2: with that team. They're talented, though.
3: Yeah, I don't see why this version of the the 76ers would accomplish what previous versions couldn't. But I do think they can get to the same spot eventually. I guess that's kind of where I'm at. And like you said, Matt, they're they're soft, they're flopping and all that. That's why their points in the paint are so low. But they were like that last year, right? And they were (laughs) 11th in points in the paint, right? It's not like I think they weren't flopping and drawing fouls last season. And they were still like a decent team in the paint. And they could still you know, score baskets down there, which they just can't do right now. So if that's, yeah, I think that's a pretty good expectation for them is like, can they, can they get to the previous iterations of the 76ers? And I think they can, they might have the same, they have all the same problems and they'll probably come back to bite them in the playoffs again. But I do think that they can also find some of the same success once Harden gets a little bit more in a groove coming off of his injury. And I do think he's, I mean, it's not like he's going to go two games and get hurt again, knock on wood. So I think he will get more in a a groove as as the season progresses here. And Yeah, I think they're a playoff team. I think that's a tier I would put them in.
1: I think we can all, yeah. That's not a contender, but they'll they'll be a solid team.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need indeed.
1: All right. We gotta we gotta talk about I should have honestly just worn my jersey for this. Gotta talk about the MVP of the league, De'Aaron Fox and the okay. Sacramento
3: Kings. <laughs>
1: He's like, he was like, which one?
3: Guys, there's one of the three. <laughs> there's one of the three teams he could be talking about here.
1: No, no, we're not talking about the Cavs today. We are talking about the other two though. Uh <laughs> We got to the, about beam, the ca- baby. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Yeah.
3: Well, I, mean, I like that big old beam they've got. That was a great no, idea. Oh, it's so sick. It just, uh, yeah. I wish it was bigger. I think in the future, they need to make it way bigger because it's a little narrow for my tastes right now. I think the whole stadium, it needs to be like people <laughs> living by the stadium can't sleep because it's like...
1: Good day. Lord. <laughs> it's
3: like sunshine outside. It's like day because it's like flashing through their homes and like <laughs> illuminating everything. Like the whole... like. State of California can kind of see it on the horizon a little bit. I need this beam, beam to be really huge. It's a little bit too small right now. I think they need to, it's a great idea. It needs to be like 17 times as like wide and you need to like hook it up to some nuclear power plant to make it go really high in the sky and get really bright. <laughs> That's a Sorry great term. idea. That's a great idea, Theo. Just, like com-
1: <laughs> just really or go above and beyond on the light pollution. They could in, in shoot California. It off a, <laughs>
3: they could shoot it off a satellite and have it bounce back on the team stadium that they just beat, and <laughs> then like fry it or something. I think
1: what that. you're suggesting is domestic terrorism. <laughs> the Kings, yeah,
3: well. It's the Kings. They've been bad long enough that they can really go all out when they win a game. They can commit a little domestic terrorism as a treat (laughs) and bounce lasers off the moon and whatever. They can have whatever light show they want when they win a game these days. But I like that. I think they're good. I'll say right off the bat, I think it's a bit tough in the west because it's deep like to say they're a playoff team when they might fall like to seventh in the rankings is right. well maybe you'd call that play-in but I do think that this is like a dangerous team and I'm gonna put them in a playoff tier even though I think they might end up in the play-ins but they're exciting there's a bunch of three level scorers all over the place. You've got this well-rounded playmaking big that is really good on these pick and rolls and a bunch of athletic guys around them who can shoot and finish and all of that. Like yeah. it's, it's an exciting offensive team, a really exciting offensive team. And every time I look at a King's score, they put up like 143 points or something <laughs> and they're <laughs> you Yeah. Know, just, they're, uh, they're second in the league behind the uh
1: boston celtics in scoring Mm -hmm. but they're also like top five in in like team field goal percentage which is crazy like they're not only like one of the most just like yeah like you said they're putting they'll put up 150 on you and they'll shoot 50 percent while doing it
3: well it's hard to put up 150 when you're shooting 40 (laughs) i guess yeah say that but um yeah. They're, they're exciting. And I, I they're fun, right? They're, it's three levels score. It's not all at the pain. It's not all three. It's, it's kind of a little bit of everything with them and that, I think makes them dangerous, right? This shot selection, I think, is very good. And it's tough to defend when you're really good at mid-range, and they are very good at mid-range. I mean, it's tough to defend because you want to take away the, the high-volume shots. You're going to have guys at the paint. You're going to have guys on the perimeter. If you can, like, kind of get in between those and still hit shots efficiently, I mean, that's been the formula for the Suns these past couple of years, and they've been incredibly... That's been the formula for a lot of great regular season teams or, you know, even, you know, just teams in general, playoff teams is... That mid range game isn't dead. If you're really good at it, you're really good at it. But if you're not really good at it, you shouldn't be doing it. That's kind of the I think the, the formula. Right. But when you're really good at it, it is really helpful because you're gonna get a lot of open looks in that area. And if you can knock them down, you're the kings and you're scoring hundred and fifteen to hundred and twenty points a game or whatever they are. Yeah. They're they play the Bucks tonight.
1: And I am really I really want to watch that game. I'm really excited for that.
2: Yeah, I, I think they did a good job in free agency this year. I think they did a good job this offseason getting a lot of pieces around the, the core players they have. That was their problem last year. Is like they didn't have everybody who could shoot the ball, and now you get Herder, who's so good off the ball, and you get Malik Monk, who was so good for the Lakers last year. Davion Mitchell's taken a, a little bit of a step up, and Keegan Murray has been maybe a little bit underwhelming Considering that I think we had pretty high expectations for him, he was he
1: looked a lot better in summer league and <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, then
2: against real NBA players, yeah, shockingly. <laughs> but um, it's it they, the the depth they've added; they're a totally different team, and they're
3: playing with a lot of energy. So, yeah. I cannot believe Harrison Barnes is like I I can't believe he's only thirty. By the way, I thought he was way older than that, but. Uh, I guess not, and he's also someone who I remember when he hit that game-winning shot against Phoenix last year, and he was after that like MVP caliber. <laughs> Did you remember that last season when like Harrison Barnes was like an MVP candidate over the first like it was a really small sample size. So it was like the first three weeks of the season he was balling. You know that's still a good player as much as he's kind of faded into I think relative obscurity, considering what he used to be on the on the Warriors. Obviously, anybody on the Warriors is going to get a lot of a lot of hype, but. Again, another three level score. It's it's a fun team, yeah, and they did a really good job in free agency. I don't know why the Lakers. Well, they were pretty strapped for cash, but letting Malik Monk go was uh, unfortunate. For it was them. a mistake. It was a mistake. It was a
2: mistake. They should have kept him.
3: Yeah. All,
1: All yeah. I'm saying is, it's still plus thirteen thousand to bet on the Sacramento Kings to win the NBA Finals. You can still, you can still do it. You could. You can
3: still do it. Your boy you Fox couldn't. too. Since about the halfway point of last season, Fox has really become a, a decent perimeter shooter. His That that was yeah. always the big question with him is like, you know, Can a guard who a can't a shot, shoot from the outside. Like how valuable really is that today's NBA? And I guess we'll we'll never know with Fox because he's shooting a very respectable 37% from three. His short mid-range and accuracy at the rim is amazing this year. From all levels, the long mid-range, the accuracy there is fantastic. The three accuracy is above average. I mean, he is uh, he has been incredible this season, and yeah, that pick and roll with him and, and Sabonis has—I don't know what exactly the numbers are when they get into that action, but it's got to, their offensive rating in that action has got to be like off the charts good because it just shreds every time.
1: Yeah, I mean they're just. I've been kind of a pseudo Kings fan, but yeah, I I don't even think I would have predicted them to actually be good this year. So
3: <laughs> I could sort of see it, like, they they had a bunch of guys who were maybe talented, but are they really going to put it all together like this? And they yeah. they totally have, they totally have. So I think they're a playoff team. I think maybe in the in the standings of the West, maybe they get in the plans. But I would feel pretty good betting on this team in the plans. I I think that they're really explosive and a uh, and uh they're the fourth seed in the West right now. So who knows if they'll yeah. even fall off? But yeah,
1: yeah, they're a fun team. All right, we'll, we'll knock the other team out while we're while we're at it. The Atlanta Hawks. They're, that's that's kind of another weird team. I don't know. They, I feel like they, they actually had higher expectations than than the uh than the Kings, but to yeah, I mean they're still the fourth seed, but I feel like they haven't been like Yeah, it's weird all that, that crazy. It's weird they're the four seed, but they don't feel like they're the fourth seed, if that makes people sense.
3: People are so down on Trey Young right now. I mean he had the bad playoff series against the Heat in last year's playoffs and and this season he's been a bit underwhelming and he just got in the fight with the head coach over the dumbest thing too. like reading that article and like why he didn't play in that game it was like an argument about if he was gonna go get some work done on his injured shoulder and then go to shoot around or just go to shoot around (laughs) or like it was like something about like are you gonna go to shoot around or are you just gonna get some work done on the shoulder shoulder. It was like something like that. And then there was yeah. some miscommunication that ended up with him like not making the trip. It was just stupid and weird. And the the vibes around this team just feel a little bit off, even though they're 13 and 10 and you know, right in a position to you know, 13 and 10 isn't like anything oh 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 my God amazing. But it's a good record, right? Yeah. But it, it definitely feels a little bit like this hawk season is Off the rails a little bit.
1: (laughs) Even though they're the four seed in the East, it's it's wild. Yeah,
2: they're a little bit maybe not bought in or or I don't know what word you want to use for it. But I actually kind of like Atlanta right now. I think the defense has looked a lot better. I think Clint Capella has looked a lot better. Kind of annoyingly so because I like Okongwu a lot. But he is... um, He's been developing his mid-range a lot. He, he's been he's been hitting some shots more so, and I, I like to see that. A.J. Griffin has been a very big add for them. That was obviously a solid pick. And I, you, you, overall, if the defense is good and you still have to figure some stuff out on offense, it's kind of what you predicted. And sure. right now the Hawks, you know, they have a winning record. If they had won one or two more of the games they played, would we be talking about them? No, I think it's way too early in the season to panic. I think Trey needs to start shooting a little bit better, but
3: maybe, but yeah, he's still,
2: he's got to learn some off ball stuff. He's got to get a little bit better at that. Yeah, they're six,
3: They're six right now in points per possession allowed on defense. That's the first time since 2016, they've been even above average in that, in that category. So the defense is much better. Trey is still not very good at it, but the rest of them. (laughs) The rest of them are all right. So I have a question because I've seen a lot of uh, the one and only Bill Simmons has uh, sparked a lot of Trey Young dialogue because they on their podcast, they had a big list of guards. They would take over Trey Young over the next seven, seven years. And one poll that I saw was, who would you rather have for the next seven years, Halliburton or Trey Young? And the winner of that poll was Halliburton. So I wanted to get your thoughts on that. And I can and I'm not even that mad about that. I can see why you would pick Halliburton. I actually can, but I wanted to know where you guys were at with that kind of conversation and maybe how you feel about Trey Young with how he's done so far this season.
2: It's a tough one.
3: It is it's legitimately it's a, a tough, tough one. one. Bladen, I see you rolling your eyes, but that question is <laughs> it's a real question, I think.
2: It is. I mean, you know, you can start off by saying that Trey Young is is a terrible defender. He's a really horrible defender. And to an extent, you can hide that in the regular season. And I don't think that matters as much as like half the game is offense and half the game is defense. Like it's, it doesn't work like that. Don't get me wrong. But it matters. It does. It matters a lot. Um, and Trey Young... He's he's got a lot more volume scoring to his game, and I don't think Halliburton has that mentality to him. But I also think Halliburton is the more like overall efficient player. You know, he, I mean, there's no argument. He about that.
3: He's been. The he more doesn't consistent. turn the ball over yeah. as much, and he's been and the, the more consistent shooter he, he, every single year of his career. Basically, like Trey Young is always, and it's part of that is shot selection. But Halliburton has always been extremely high when it comes to just like points per shot and field goal percentage. Trey has always been a volume scorer, but not quite that type of efficiency. And he's not, in my opinion, he's not quite the type of playmaker that Halliburton has been so far this season, even though he's got a lot of assists. I do think Halliburton almost has the edge in that category as well.
2: Well, I I don't know. I I think the other thing with Trey Young is that his off ball game is not that good. So it's like, Trey Young is awesome. I think he's one of the best offensive catalysts in the NBA. I think that he's maybe a little bit too much like the center of the team and doesn't work well, not from like a, like a personality standpoint, but from a play style standpoint with other people. Whereas Halliburton is kind of the opposite. The thing holding ba- Halliburton back in this debate is that he's never going to put up the, the point num numbers, like the points per game numbers to, Get himself respected enough, um, right? And then there's a lot of players like that, like Steve Nash and Chris Paul, but both those guys are probably underrated all time right now. So, I, I, I it's a tough one. Halliburton has not played that much basketball. Yes, he's yeah. two years and, and Trey Young is in a slump right now, but it's it's a good debate. It's a tough one. Yeah, if, I,
1: I think if you want to talk about playmaking, Trey. Tra- Trey Young has a much larger sample size of like really high level playmaking of being like one of the best playmakers in basketball.
3: I don't think he is though. I I, I don't think he is the one of the best. I think that he gets a lot of assists because he has, he's so ball dominant, right? I don't think that he quite is like, he's not Chris Paul level as a passer. He's not bad at it, but I don't think he's like one of the, like, oh my, when you, when you talk about playmaking, you got to put Trey Young's name right at the Right at the I think I think you like, kind of do have to. T- it's like it's like Chris Paul, LeBron. It's Who not else? Trey you- Young after those guys. I mean Halliburton. Halliburton's better at it, <laughs> in my opinion. I, I really think that he's seeing the court and 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 playmaking a little bit better this this season. I think that Young, when it comes to the shot selection, like which is games. Has, well, Trey Young's shot selection just has been. And, and if, if last year's version of Trey Young is the real Trey Young, then I would take that. Because last year, he was yeah. creating off the dribble at a really high volume. And last year, he was actually pretty damn efficient as well, on top of all that. That's something he hasn't really put together, like all three of those things in a season to that point. But last year, he was. And I think like last year, last year's version of Trey Young, I would take over Halliburton. But every other year... It, it quite it hasn't quite been that level of basketball in my opinion maybe. so he's got to turn I think- it around if he can start stringing together years like he had last season and if he can get back to that level this year um I would definitely take young over over Halliburton who's a little bit more of a amazing role player maybe right now than a than a offensive catalyst like you said Matt but I think it's a very real debate if if Trey Young doesn't Shoot better. I, I don't know what yeah, to say. I, he well,
2: I, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to put too much into his shooting slump. I just think they have very different strengths and flaws, and they play very different. And it depends on what you want. But I think ultimately, you're going to see a version of Tyrese Halliburton that is pretty fantastic, but maybe not putting up 30 a game. And you're going to see a version of Trey Young that is shooting better than
3: this, but maybe not great off ball or playing great defense. And the other thing about Halliburton is his defense is not. That good, like, I would not consider his no. defense. Like it's not like,
0: oh well, there's, Young's there's defense levels is hor- To
2: bad defense, though, and oh, Trey Young yeah. is like historically one of the worst <laughs> NBA defenders the- ever. And and Halliburton is just not good.
3: Right, right. It's not <laughs> like we're comparing, you know, it's not exactly a one for one Trey Young yeah. Chris Paul like <laughs> comparison here when it comes to defense right. and, and efficiency, but. Yeah. I think it's a real debate. I think it's a real debate. I think I would, st- I don't know if Halliburton has passed young yet because it is a shooting slump. We're not that far into this season, but I, I do want to see, I do think like Halliburton's like, oh, I mean his efficiency in playmaking, like is it's crazy right now. It is really, really off the charts just how often he is creating assists when he touches the ball or putting the ball on the basket. And it's elevating a Pacers team that I, I didn't think, I mean, they're not that good, but I didn't think they'd even be. I thought they would be in the the Webinama sweepstakes, and they're not quite at that level. So, yeah, I don't know. I think it's a real question. I still lean young, but Halliburton is is coming up from behind, and overall with the Hawks, I don't see this team winning the winning the finals at all. I, I might put them in no. the in the playoff. I mean, you I mean, you know, brain. honestly,
2: I I don't going back to Halliburton for just one second. I don't think he's that bad of a defender at all. I really don't. No. I don't think he's that far of a negative defender, if he even is. I I agree that he's not like the obvious comp for him is Chris Paul. Okay, maybe he's not a Chris Paul like guy, but he's the gap between him and Trey Young defensively, I think, is is noticeable, okay. pretty significant. I
1: think. That's, yeah, but in the gap between most people and Trey Young defensively wow. is. <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's fine. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. do we agree? Like, with all that Hawks being said, this kind of seems game. like this kind of seems like all of doom and gloom about the Hawks. I mean, they are better defensively. There is reason to believe that their offense will get better, and they're already thirteen and ten. So they'll figure it out. I think they'll figure it out. Obviously, it's kind of a like you said, Matt. Maybe they're not quite bought in right now, and the the vibes are a little toxic. But I do think that this is a playoff team. I, I want to preface like we just like Halliburton. I, I like Halliburton a lot I, I'm not exactly like low on Trey Young I think what he did last he year not
1: was pretty incredible. I think what he did fight. last
3: year was uh, was was pretty <laughs> incredible. And if he can get back to that level, I, I think that they can cruise, honestly, cruise to a top six seed. So that's yeah. what you're hoping for. But right now, he, I do want to see improvement. And I think some people are maybe a bit too low on him. I wouldn't vote for Halliburton at this point, but I think it's a very interesting and, and worthy conversation to have if we're going to just be have a barbershop conversation about comparing two players. Barbershop I uh, agree.
1: Shall we talk about the Denver Nuggets another potential playoff team?
3: Potential playoff team. I think the conversation is you know, playoff will they win the finals or will they make the playoffs? I think yeah, do you think they are do you think they are a contender then Theo? Yeah, I think they are. I mean, we haven't quite seen Jamal Murray bounce back in the way that we'd like to see for them, but Jokic is still like incredible. And I think as Murray plays more basketball, I think he's going to get better and better. And overall, I, I I still am relatively high on this Nuggets team. I don't know if I would bet on them to to win the West, but when you look at what the top of the West looks like, and I know the Warriors are are starting to to rebound in a pretty big way here. And you still got to get past the Suns and all that, but I don't know. I I like them a lot. I think that they're what they're fourteen and ten right now. That's not a bad record at all. They're top ten in offense. They are not that good at defense, but they've still got a, a really high level of offense. They're they're I think third right now, and um, I think there's reason to believe that as time goes on, this could be the best offense in the league as Jamal as Jamal Murray gets. Kind of his sea legs as the season goes on some of the other players on that team i think that this could be the best offense in basketball with Jokic running the thing and more talent around him i mean they've made the playoffs with absolutely no one around Jokic in the past and it's just hard for me to believe that they won't you know be better and make deeper runs this year than they than they have in the past couple so I don't know if I'll put, I think they're a contender. I think anything short of a a finals appearance, at least for them, would be maybe a a Western Conference finals appearance for them would be a bit of a disappointment. I mean, they've been in the playoffs for so long at this point with no finals appearance that it's about time that you get your two-time MVP, back-to-back MVP, a really deep run and really make some noise. And I think uh, anything short of that would be a bit of a disappointment. So I've got to put them in in the contenders range at this point, even though they're not... They're not at the top five in the league or anything in efficiency, and they need to figure that defense out. And Do they have the personnel to do that? That is the big question. That might sink them. But I do like them. I do like them. Sue me. Sue me. Yeah. I I
2: think their personnel defensively, I think they added some guys that I like. I liked KCP and Bruce Brown. These were not bad signings, but ultimately I think they've still got a number – their three most important players are all not good defenders. That is very hard to get away with. Yeah. And it's like a good defense is not built around like, well, here's our offensive guys. And then here's the defensive guys. You need to have guys who are both, you know, I know that sounds simple and stupid, but like a defensive specialist is almost not a thing unless you're a center. You look at a Celtics team. That's a team that's got like guys who do it on both ends it's gonna be really hard for them to set lineups. And it's in the playoffs, it's less about like, do you have a few guys who can be really strong on defense? And more about who's your weakest link. And to me, the Nuggets, I think, have a little bit of a weakest link. Right. The West is so weak that they have a chance. I really don't hate them. Uh the Warriors are not that great right now. The Clippers have been shaky, although Kawhi hasn't played. But if if we get to the if we get to the playoffs and it's like Warriors team looks like last year's Warriors team. Clippers team looks like totally healthy like we expect. And the West isn't as wide open. I don't see it happening for them. It's not impossible, but they need, I think they need a little bit of help.
3: Yeah, I think their starting five, their defensive numbers aren't so bad right now. Their most like popular lineup or their most common lineup of Jokic, gordon porter caldwell pope and murray the defensive numbers with that lineup specifically isn't that bad but after that it kind of falls off a cliff like it's it's kind of just those five with a with a decent offensive rating and then and and at this point then you're getting into really small sample sizes but um yeah i i don't know if they would win the finals last year when the Warriors looked like this, I don't. I don't think they'll win the finals this year. I, I can't imagine them like going up against a Boston Celtics team, for example, and beating them. I, there's not a lot of teams in the league right now that I can see going up against this Boston team and beating them. Honestly, they're just right. c- a complete buzzsaw right now. But yeah, I think you got to put them as contenders in the West. They're a team that could do it. I believe in them a little bit more than the Kings because they've got that MVP candidate, and I think they've you've got one of those guys who is on the level. Of the Curry's and the Giannis's and the LeBron's of the world. Like he is a tier one elite, 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 elite player in Nikola Jokic. And usually teams that have those guys win the NBA finals. So, or I don't know if it'll be him specifically. Maybe Tatum is making that leap this year and he wins MVP and wins the finals and all this. Maybe it's Giannis again. Maybe it's who knows. But the the Nuggets have one of those guys. They already have an elite offense that I think can get even better uh if they can figure some things out defensively, I, I think this team is a contender. I think this is the one contender that we have. feel better about the Nuggets than any of the other teams we've talked about. Maybe the Sixers second, the Kings third of, of the teams we've talked about.
1: I guess I, I I guess I could see that. And they and they've been like they've been in the playoffs before, unlike the Kings. Right. The Kings have so many guys that like they make the playoffs this year. It's like who <laughs> what was that was the was those the Timberwolves last year where they, they were like having the parade as if they won the finals. And
2: well, the Kings would be very valid in doing that. I couldn't blame them. I think they do if they make the playoffs. Yeah.
3: The Nuggets were in the Western conference finals like two years ago. And the roster isn't that different. It's just a case of, can their high end players get to that level again? And We'll see. What I mean? It's tough. I, I know that I've seen studies and and stats about how guys do in years after they've torn their ACL or come back from a major injury. It's almost always down. So it's it, maybe it's a stupid bet to bet on that coming back up. But I do think like just logically, it makes more sense that a guy coming off an injury will get better the farther removed that he is. So. I don't know. Right. Hopefully, they lose to, to the Suns. I, I, I shouldn't say that I like the Nuggets. I actually like don't necessarily root for them. <laughs> and I don't like them right. that much. But I do like them in terms of like I like Jokic and, and how the offense functions. Yeah. So, we'll see.
1: Respectable. Respectable. We've got one more team, and that would be the New Orleans Pelicans. Are we are we banking on are we banking on Zion staying healthy, Matt? You've been a big advocate for like
2: That's a tough one. That's a tough one. Contenders the Pelicans, that's a tough one. I don't know. Maybe I'll lean yes. Oh. But like
1: I really thought of all people you would you would not be
2: Well, you know, I, I think I think you can call them contenders, but maybe note that their injury luck is probably Yeah. Like their injury likelihood is probably a little bit higher than it should be. I think they're a very well balanced team. I think they're a lot better defensively than I thought they would be. At least Herb Jones really stepped up. Like that's their big thing. I do wonder how they would hold up in like a very tough playoff series if their teams could find players to attack because they're definitely on that team. But I'll go ahead. I'll say yeah. They're not my pick to make it out of the West. They're not my favorites, but if they did, I wouldn't be like in shock. I'd say, wow, that's pretty impressive. But I guess you could see it. You could figure it out how it happens.
3: Yeah. I mean, what is the stat? Like usually teams that win the final are like top 10 in both offense and defense, right? They are right now. Mm -hmm. They fit that description and they've got – like if Zion, we talk about you need a you need a superstar to win the finals. You need someone who can really put you on the, your, on their back and have them carry you. I think they've got, like Zion is kind of bordering on that ring. He could, at any moment, he could go on this run where it's like, holy cow, that is, that is the dude. And it has, I don't know if he's quite on that type of run right now, but he is very, 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 very good and has the potential to just totally, I mean... Breakout is, uh, is kind of the wrong word because he's already just extremely good. But um, this was a team that really hung tough with the Suns last year. I was very impressed by them in that playoff series. And I think they've, you know, they you add a great player to the mix and it's already paying huge dividends. Like, why not? Right? Why not? And I lo- you guys all know that I love Brandon Ingram and he's never missed a shot in his whole life as far as I can tell. And um, <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm a big Pelicans fan. I, I agree that their defensive numbers right now don't quite match maybe the obviously Herb Jones is totally fantastic when it comes to defense and I think they're extremely well coached and I think that's maybe the main thing that stuck out to me when they played the Suns last year is I think they kind of out coached and out hustled Monty Williams's team who is coach of the year I think they've got a fantastic I think they're a fantastically well-run organization at the moment which is weird because they're not really historically a, a relevant franchise but yeah I like them a lot I think that um Maybe even more than the Nuggets. Maybe they, I think that obviously the Nuggets have a better best player, but um, <laughs> yeah, I, I was just agreeing.
2: I think I think I can see that take. I don't know if I'll go all the way there yet, but if if you said
3: like, yeah, I like the the Pelicans a little bit more than the Nuggets right now, valid. Yeah. So yeah, they're they're quite good. Go go Pelicans. I think they just got a bunch of players I like on that team too. I, I like Zion. Yeah. I like Brandon Ingram a lot. I like CJ McCollum. I like. I actually do kind of like Jose Al- Alvarado and his like little crafty heel shit that he does. So yeah, I, I hope they can. I hope they can make it, man. They've got Willie Herman Gomez uh, deep on the bench from the movie, the movie star. So let's 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 see a Pelicans run, man. <laughs>
1: Yeah, let's 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 see a uh, let's see a Sacramento Kings run. Actually, that's really what we need to.
3: The Kings versus Pelicans Western Conference Finals. Good it's gonna lord, it's going to be electric. Gonna be
1: electric. <laughs> that stadium's going to be filled to the brim. It's going to be.
3: I wonder what the class. ratings would do on that.
1: I think they'd be pretty good. <laughs> I think people would tune in just to be like,
3: "It's like what's going on here." <laughs> I don't, I don't know, know, man. I think they'd say no, LeBron. I'm not. I, I think they I won't think
2: prefer prefer rating what's wise like Warriors, Lakers. Man, <laughs> I think
3: that would do better.
1: You don't think the TV deals would go ludicrous with this one?
3: I don't mm. know, but Zion mm. would be on every single commercial for the rest of time if they made it to the Western Conference <laughs> Finals. <be> awesome. <laughs>
1: uh, nah, De'Aaron Fox supremacy, I fear. But I think that pretty much wraps things up for us for another beautiful NBA Wednesday or Thursday for everyone listening, but Wednesday for us. So, yeah, I think that pretty much wraps things up. Make sure, again, you tune into the AMP Live Thursday, 5.30 Eastern Time. We'll be talking about the Stay Hot Locks, Thursday Night Football. You know, it'll be fun. Download the AMP app, buy Amazon, search up, stay hot, and then give us a follow, turn on notifications so you can know when we're live. Tune in. We might bring some people up to chat with us uh, after we do the locks. But, oh, actually, I won't be present for that, I fear. I'll, I'll make sure to send you guys my locks for the draft because I have to take an exam. Uh, my last exam for the semester. And then, uh... Bros, bros are you. looking at me like I just said the most, like, incriminating thing in the world. <laughs> I'm just gassed, that's all. Just gassed, but yeah matt and theo will be running the amp so make sure you guys tune into that um but yeah i'll send them my locks so they know who to draft for me but as always from corn boy bird boy and lemon boy again thank you all so much for tuning in and we will catch you all on the flippity flop